Hi, this is David J. Waldron, host of the Self-Directed Life Podcast, where listeners take control and achieve the dreams that matter most in their life. If you enjoy the podcast, please post a review. Plus, visit the Self-Directed Life at my SSL Secure website, davidjwalter.com, and find out how to receive a complimentary advanced reader copy of my upcoming book, Common Stock Investing, Principles and Strategies for the Self-Directed Investor, as soon as it becomes available. Thank you for subscribing to the Self-Directed Life Podcast. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to episode 3.1 of The Self-Directed Life. The Secret to Successful Goal Achievement by David J. Waldron, author of The Self-Directed Life at davidjwaldron.com. Episode Summary. I believe many individuals and teams set achievable goals that ultimately fail because their action-first approach is surprisingly counterproductive. Successful goal setting prioritizes ownership of the objective before taking action toward its intended outcome. Here is why and how The Secret to Successful Goal Achievement works. End of Summary. A cognitive technique used by high-achieving individuals and teams is perhaps the most compelling reason why they attain a vast majority of personal and professional objectives. The concept of be-have-do also demonstrates why others struggle to set and achieve goals. Thus, I believe it is one of the essential aspects of successful goal setting. Unfortunately, when life operates on automatic, human beings tend to live based on the less effective premise of do-be-have. In other words, if I do this, then I will be that, and therefore I will have this. A common example, if I do save lots of money, I will then be wealthy and therefore I will have financial security. The typical person on an average day and at a a subconscious level is inclined to set goals based on the do-be-have state of being, but does it work? One may argue that most individuals and teams do not function from a place of ownership first and thus set goals based on what they need or want to do. As a result, many face struggles in achieving the desired outcome of what they hope to be or want to have. On the other hand, successful goal setters do not operate their life from the premise of favoring action above all else without first believing in the objective at hand and taking ownership of it. I submit the successful goal achiever functions in the rare conscious state of be, have, do. Take a look at how a mere reshuffle of cognitive priorities may result in dream achievement never thought possible. If I be someone worthy of wealth, I will have a sense of financial security and therefore I will do what is necessary to earn and save more money. By moving tactically towards successful action, the prudent goal setter has first decided he or she is a person worthy of the wealth and the financial security brings, thus creating a built-in motivation to earn more and save more. Here's another typical example of the less successful do-be-have approach to problem solving. If I do get better at interviewing, I will be offered more jobs and therefore I have a more successful career path. Now consider the subtle, although more strategically actionable be-have-do affirmation approach to this same goal. I will be a career path success story because I have the desire to improve a job interviewing and thus will do what is necessary to achieve more job, receive more job offers. Again, the decision is made first to affirm a state of being as someone on a successful career path. Next, having the motivation to improve at the art of interviewing for desired job opportunities and then doing what is ethically necessary to garner more job offers. To be sure, the concept of be-have-do is counterintuitive, albeit geared to the same desired results of saving money, improving career opportunities, or whatever the personal or professional goal. More often, individuals or team members operate on a subconscious or automatic level influenced by his or her genetic personality type, upbringing, or external influences. In each case, the focus is on the action of doing before deciding that he or she is conscious of being and worthy of having what is essential to the desired achievement. 
Surprisingly, the more conscientious be have do approach to life in general and goal setting specifically is arguably unconventional. Unconventional. Perhaps that is why it works. If conventional wisdom always delivered in life, a majority of individuals would be successful in both personal and professional pursuits, thus driving self-improvement books and seminars to extinction. The, the ubiquitous 80-20 rule is another illustration of conventional wisdom versus counterintuitive decision-making. Arguably, the approximated 20% minority prevails by prescribing to an unconventional method of, such as be, have, do. That, if implemented consistently, works a theoretical 80% of the time, or more often than not. To the contrary, the approximated 80% of individuals or teams practicing conventional wisdom and goal setting, that is, do be have, succeed about 20% of the time or significantly less often than those practicing be have do. Nevertheless, neither the 2080 rule nor the concept of be have do is scientific. However, I challenge any reader or listener to quietly observe those around you at work, at home, and in public. You may find the minority or the perceived 20% is receiving a majority or the perceived 80% of what is sought in life. Thus, the underachieving 80% more or less is clamoring over the remaining 20% or thereabouts of the personal and professional achievement pie. But the good news is the goal-setting pie has room for endless success stories. By embracing the be-have-do concept, you are using the power of affirmation to first be who you want to be, next have what you want to have, and then do what is necessary to bring your goal to completion. In other words, successful action follows those who first decide they deserve what he or she wants to achieve. Practice the cognitive art of be, have, do by first making the personal decision of being worthy of your goals, by next taking ownership of having what is essential to you, your loved ones, and your colleagues, and lastly, by doing what is necessary in an ethical and caring way to bring your goals to fruition. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Self-Directed Life. Take control and achieve your dreams at davidjwaldron.com. If you're finding value in, the, value in the podcast series, please post a review. For questions, suggestions, or feedback, I invite you to email me directly at info at davidjwaldron.com. That's info at davidjwaldron.com. Or leave me a voice message at anchor.fm slash david-j-waldron slash message. That's anchor.fm slash david-j-waldron slash message. Copyright 2016 and 2019 by David J. Waldron. All rights reserved worldwide. Find out if The Self-Directed Life is a good fit for your objectives. The Self-Directed Life is dedicated to readers and listeners seeking to take control of the personal and professional goals that matter most in their lives. Become a member today and take advantage of free access to my exclusive member resources on do-it-yourself investing, career building, and goal setting. Plus, be eligible to download a complimentary advanced reader copy of my upcoming book, Common Stock Investing, Principles and Strategies for the Self-Directed Investor. Learn how at my SSL secured website, davidjwaldron.com. That's davidjwaldron.com. Self-directed life, take control, achieve your dreams. Disclosure, my articles, blogs, and podcasts are presented solely for informational purposes based on personal and professional experiences. Narrative and analytics are impersonal, that is, not tailored to individual needs, which should be directed to a licensed professional where appropriate.
Thank you for listening to this episode of the Self-Directed Life Podcast, where readers take control and achieve the dreams that matter most in their life. If you enjoyed the episode, please post a review. See you on the next episode of the Self-Directed Life.